From Southern California, this is Outlook in Review, a summary of world headlines, technology and business news, arts and entertainment features, and instructive encouragement from the Praiselite Media Studios, Thousand Oaks, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 27th of March, 2019. Venezuelan schools and businesses closed on Tuesday due to the country's second electrical blackout in a month. The newspaper El Nacional reported that the power went out on Monday night and told of thousands walking in the streets of Caracas amid the confusion while the urban railway system stopped. The UPI News Service reports that the other blackout on March 7th lasted more than four days in all 23 states across the country and longer in some areas. That blackout also left the country without access to the water system as pumps failed without electricity. This is all amid an economic crisis in the country which has dramatically escalated in recent months and according to Reuters, electricity experts say that the outages are the result of inadequate maintenance and incompetent management of the power grid since the late President Hugo Chavez nationalized the sector in 2007. Current President Nicolas Maduro's socialist government, which had blamed sabotage by the United States and the opposition to his government for the previous power cut, said that this time an attack on its electrical system caused the blackout that first hit on Monday. However, according to UPI, the political opposition to Maduro dismissed that as an excuse, saying that it is a result of the country's poor electrical infrastructure caused by mismanagement. Whatever the reason, a nation which used to be one of the world's wealthiest has in effect crumbled in just a few years to total chaos, and those living there don't expect it to improve anytime soon. Tech company Apple unveiled its new streaming service on Monday at its Apple Park headquarters in Cupertino, California, offering a new way to watch shows and movies for so-called cord cutters. This according to CNET, which stated that the new service dubbed Apple TV Channels combines everything like sports, news, and network TV, as well as subscriptions from services such as HBO, Showtime, and CBS All Access. CNET also reported that the service comes at a time when Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, and others have benefited from cord cutting or consumers ditching their traditional cable subscriptions in favor of smaller internet-powered streaming bundles. The new service will come through a software update in May, and the Apple TV app will be coming to Mac OS in the fall. Gentle breeze from Hushabye Mountain softly blows o'er Lullaby Bay. In 1968, director Ken Hughes brought to life one of writer Ian Fleming's most beloved stories. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang starred an all-star cast including Dick Van Dyke, just two years off the set of his Dick Van Dyke show. The film was produced by Albert Broccoli, the regular co-producer of the James Bond series of films also based on Ian Fleming's novels. 
The story whimsically follows the happy-go-lucky life of scientist and inventor Caractacus Potts, who lives with his two young children and his father. Although life is often rough, Mr. Potts never seems to let it get him down for long, always inventing a new gadget that should save the day. And then, one day, after it had been through a harrowing car accident as a race car, Mr. Potts brought home the severely burned and damaged Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. The car, a mixture of metal parts and no real maker model, then underwent a serious and somewhat unrealistic renovation behind closed doors. And then, much to the children's delight, rolled out of the carriage house one morning as a gleaming, brand new, beautiful motor car. Together with the children's new friend, a Miss Truly Scrumptious, they embark on a trip to the seesaw where Mr. Potts tells them a story which seems to become reality the further he goes. In it, the foursome gets stranded on a sandbar and are attacked by pirates working for an evil baron. But the car, nicknamed Chitty, suddenly becomes a speedboat and they escape. Much adventure ensues and they find themselves in the fictitious country of Vulgaria, where children are strictly forbidden. Mr. Potts' children are then captured by the notorious and unforgettable Child Catcher, and it's now up to Mr. Potts and Truly to sneak into the baron's castle to rescue them and save the day. For over 50 years, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang has delighted children and parents with its catchy musical soundtrack, storybook drama and adventure, and lovable characters. Persecution is a word that is used somewhat lightly in many places where it's not so evident. But persecution against Christians is all too prevalent today. While it may not be so visible at all times in places like Australia, Western Europe, or North America yet, in the Middle East, Africa, and parts of Asia, being a Christian and holding to that belief isn't just a tagline, it's an identity, a branding, and facing earthly death is commonplace, yes, even in today's world. In fact, it's incredible how immune or unaware the Western world has become to the plight of our brothers and sisters in Christ who face possible death every moment simply because they believe that God exists, that Jesus died for them. But why? Why does the world hate them? And why all too soon will this very same persecution come here to the Western world? From Los Angeles to London, Surrey to Sydney, Toronto to Texarkana, persecution of true biblical Bible-believing Christians is coming, and the fires are already beginning to spark. But why? Why Christians? Why can't the world live and let live like they so often claim to do? 2 Timothy 3 tells us that all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Not just all who do, but all who even desire to. The Christian walk is set apart from the worldly walk. If we were of the world, the world would love us. But because we are not of the world, John 15 continues by saying that Christ chose us out of the world. And because of this, the world hates us. The world is very wary of non-conformists, people who don't walk their walk. Those who don't embrace the patterns that the godless cultures, any culture other than Christ's, will be hated and they'll be persecuted because believers in Christ have affection for holy things. After the heart has been redeemed by Christ and we are called by Him, we present the message of the gospel verbally and physically in our lifestyle and our actions. And the gospel of Christ, by its very nature, is offensive to the world, its morals, and its own sin patterns. 
Christ has redeemed our hearts, just like our childhood tastes change into adult tastes. No longer do we crave the soda and the popcorn for dinner, but instead we want a nourishing, hearty steak. The redemption of our hearts by Christ has changed our desires to reflect Him. We desire and have affections for heavenly things. We seek Christ and His words leading. No longer do we seek and follow the calls from the world. This world does not know God because they love their sin. We can't love sin and God simultaneously, and so don't be surprised when the world hates you. If it doesn't right now, and if you truly follow Christ, it will. And that's right, that's good. Persecution is evidence that we love Christ, not this world. It's a gift, and even though man can kill our earthly body, they can't touch our standing in the next life, the one where it really matters. Seek Christ over earthly things. James 1 says, Consider all joy when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Finally, don't pray against persecution, because then you'd be praying against the gospel going forth and Christ's church multiplying. Instead, pray with the persecuted. Pray with the persecuted believers around the world that they would not fear persecution. The Holy Spirit is our comforter and our helper. He will give us the words to speak, the peace we need, and the assurance that we seek when the time comes. May we gird ourselves with truth, cling to the gospel. We have the Holy Spirit and God's word which will carry us through the bodily trials of persecution. May we persevere. All we have to do is read God's word and look at current events to know that it is coming very soon. Arm yourself with scripture, brothers and sisters. The last battle is near. Thanks for listening to Outlook in Review. Contact us anytime with questions or comments. We'd always love to hear from you. We're on Twitter at Outlook in Review and Facebook.com forward slash Outlook in Review, where you can find information to various topics we cover on the show. Until next time from Thousand Oaks, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Outlook in Review. Outlook in Review.